0: Hi, everyone. It's good to be back here today. It's a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. And you know when it's Wednesday? It's time for the Energy Queen. The Storytime with Jay podcast is back. Yes, she's back. Okay, so you're welcome to episode 19 of the Storytime with Jay podcast. And today's topic is Imposter syndrome. But before I get into it, I just want to say a big thank you to my old listeners. Thank you for tuning in week after week. And if you're new, you're in the right room. Yes, I said room. Because it's a community, it's a family. So wherever you're listening to this podcast form, I just imagine that we're all in a room and we'll listen to it together. So thank you so much for the love, the support. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, imposter syndrome. This is something that is very personal for me because I remember last year when I started podcasting and everything was going well. And sometimes people will message me, I'm like, we we'll look up to you or oh, I really like the pattern your podcast is going in. At some point, I started to feel like a fraud. Like I was like, what if these people realize that I'm not as good as they think I am? So this led me to reach out to people in a particular group. And I was looking for someone I could have a conversation with about imposter syndrome. I got to have this conversation for today's episode with Aaron Whitfield. I hope I pronounced his name properly. He is a podcast host and is also into education. He's an educator as well. He's the host of The Semi-Social Life of a Black Introvert. You guys can check out the podcast on Apple and every other platform where you get your podcast. So I'm just privileged and honored to have had this conversation with him because we looked at imposter syndrome from every perspective. looked at it from podcasting because for me, that was something that I wanted to learn more about, like how to fix it. How do you deal with it? Because at some point, it started to feel like I was being consumed by this feeling of I wasn't good enough, but people thought I was really great at what I was doing. So I hope somebody that is dealing with imposter syndrome or is feeling like a fraud listens to it and is able to get bit of help from it and you know what just decides that I'm good enough I have these skills I'm good at what I do and I'm not a fraud so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode grab your drink your soda juice snacks whatever it is that is legal that you take when you listen to the podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode okay so welcome to episode 19 You're welcome to another episode of Storytime with Jay podcast. And I'm so excited today because I have an amazing guest with me and he's going to introduce himself. I don't want to talk too much about that. I just want him to like just go right into it and just, you know, introduce himself. So over to you, my special guest.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My name is uh, Aaron Whitfield. Uh, I am the host of the Semi Social Life of a Black Introvert podcast and also the co-owner of Power Leadership Movement, which is an online mentoring program for teens and college students. And so uh, thank you so much for allowing me to be here.
0: Wow, it's an absolute honor to have you here. And today we're going to be talking about something that has affected me and has affected a lot of people. And I know it's still affecting a lot of people and people kind of have a difficult time talking about it. So today we're going to be talking about the imposter syndrome, You know, I've heard this so many times. I did not know what it really was in that sense. I just felt like, okay, it's something where you feel like you don't belong in a particular space. But when I started to experience it, I knew that it was a conversation that I needed to have. So, and that's why I have him with me today to have this conversation. So I'm just going to go right into the first question. So what is imposter syndrome?
1: I mean, just a quick definition of imposter syndrome. It's really a collective feelings of inadequacy, uh, despite like having success. It is being in a place in which you know that you possibly should succeed and yet you feel like you don't have what it takes um it, it's that feeling of constantly uh, thinking, uh within your place really of success
0: wow 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 would you say that it's a mental illness
1: you know i i think some of it can be mental and i think some of it is also societal our minds are it's you know, their own sort of separate entity and mental illness can definitely feed into being having imposter syndrome, but also culture can because we can be tricked and taught and conditioned within our hearts, within our souls to believe that we can't achieve success. I think oftentimes imposter syndrome can be undiagnosed. We don't understand what that sinking feeling is, what mm-hmm. that feeling of doubt is. But so we think it's normal to not be able to believe that we can create success no matter where we are in life.
0: That's amazing, you know. And uh, my next question would be, how do you identify imposter syndrome? When you're feeling like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough, how exactly can you pinpoint it as, okay, this has got to be imposter syndrome?
1: I think it takes going into that place of doubt and understanding what triggers these feelings? What makes you feel essentially inadequate? I know personally, um, going into those dark places in our minds and our hearts and just sort of analyzing not only where we are currently as people, but also where we've been in our past, identifying some of the hurts that we've been through, identifying, as I say, that pathology of pain. Could exist not only within ourselves but also within throughout our family line and sort of seeing where where is it that I feel inadequate and how can I build myself up in that area if we go mm. into the job into the workplace we feel inadequate what's triggering that and and what are some things that I can do to make myself feel better and so we have to be able to identify the root of the problem um, and then we can address the fruit of the issue but yeah. identifying it early in understanding the the line and the lineage is so key to identifying imposter syndrome.
0: This is so key. Like what you're saying right now is so key. And it's very important to identify whatever is causing you know the imposter syndrome, especially the triggers. And that leads to my next question. So what are some of these triggers? Because I know you've mentioned culture and most times like the society, and you're not feeling like you're good enough for a certain thing. So what would you classify as some of the triggers or some of the things that would bring about someone feeling like they're an imposter, regardless of the fact that this is where they belong and they're good at what they're doing there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think when we go into situations in which expectations are exceedingly high and we determine that those expectations are are exceedingly high or the company or the job in which we feel as if we can accomplish a certain goal, I found that those situations in which the is at high trigger a lot of imposter syndrome because people essentially look at their own tools and realize that they may not have what it takes to succeed in this particular area. Also, imposter syndrome can be experienced when people don't have a good sense of the actual expectations. They don't know if they're high or if they're low. And so there's a constant feeling of unknowing whether or not that they can once again succeed in the place. And, and we see this outside of, outside of jobs. This is bigger than jobs and career. Okay. This can be seen not only within jobs, but also within our family life. There are parents that have imposter syndrome, feeling as if they can't properly support their children, or within marriage, or within, we, I see this within students. Going to school and having that constant feeling of, doubt even though you have that element of success and so it could pop up in, in various elements in various areas of our lives but generally when the expectations are high that's when we feel our lowest
0: amazing stuff and there was something else you mentioned you talked about self-doubt so I'm asking is it safe to link self-doubt with imposter syndrome are they synonymous can you say oh like is it that I'm having self-doubt if I'm having self-doubt it's also the same thing as imposter syndrome
1: I think there is a link and I think this is where the mental health element of counseling okay. yeah in therapy and just having that sort of professional voice is so key. I definitely think there's a link between self-doubt and imposter syndrome because they're either cousins or they're linked one yeah. to another. And so we can often experience it. I think what happens is that once we have that element of self-doubt, if it goes unaddressed, that's when the actual syndrome takes place and grows. What starts off as one seed of self-doubt grows into a tree of imposter her. syndrome. Yeah, and so I think that's where we have to be able to identify and go back and sort of use our resources, whether it be mental health resources or conversation or just taking that trip into our own, you know, thinking about where we've been in our past and where we are in our, in our present. Being able to identify that element of self-doubt and, and address the issue, that way it doesn't grow and spread to other areas of our lives.
0: I love that. I know I'm saying I love that a lot, especially when you talked about the seed of self-doubt, you know, growing into a tree of imposter syndrome. I think that's one of the things I'm going to take away from this conversation because that is so key. And that is something that, you know, I'm able to relate with because I know that for me, it started off as doubting myself not thinking I was good enough especially when it came to podcasting like what am I doing in this space I think I am a fraud so I'm going to just ask you how would you explain imposter syndrome and how it affects podcasters because I feel like that is so key and a lot of people need to hear about it
1: yeah it's imposter syndrome with podcasting it is the fear almost of our own voice I think we have so much power within our voice. We have so much power within our perspective. And yet this world is seemingly at times beats us up, crushes our spirit, breaks our heart. It takes our experiences that we've went through and it minimalizes them. And it minimalizes not only our experiences, but it minimalizes who we are as people. And so we don't believe in the power of our voice and the power of our Mm. stories and our abilities to teach. And also our abilities to learn. And so as podcasters, you know, self-doubt and imposter syndrome, I'm sure it runs rampant because we aren't taught to appreciate the power of our voice. And yet when we take that step and when we start our podcast station, even as we're talking now, when we start that podcast, when, when we create it, we gain that confidence. And so we almost speak to our imposter syndrome that really we're not the imposter. The imposter is the actual imposter syndrome. The self-doubt is the imposter. When you walk in faith, you you create, you look at self-doubt as the imposter and not your faith, if that makes sense. And so yeah. I, I do, I believe it is for anybody, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're, you are an artist, whether you are a musician, whether you are just a human being, you have to be able to confront that self-doubt and that imposter syndrome and be comfortable using your voice to essentially battle that, that imposter syndrome. There's so much power within our voice. Wow.
0: You're just steady dropping like germs after germs. I was like, teach me, you know? I'm just listening and this feels like, it feels like a class, you know? And I'm a student in the class. And I know every other person that's gonna listen to this is going to get a scene or two from it. So back to podcasting, when it comes to reviews, do you think reviews play a big part in us as podcasters having That seed of self-doubt growing. Do you think reviews from other people, people that listen, things they say, do you think it plays a huge part in?
1: I think we have to listen. I think the reviews, reviews are very important. And I think reviews are used almost as a lens into social media. Uh, we we do a lot of things out of rewards, reviews, and lights within this world, um, and so the more lights we have, the better we feel. Yeah. But we almost have to change. I do believe it is very important to honor reviews and to look at reviews, but I also believe that's equally important, probably even more so, to review who you are as a human being. and and to review ourselves. We wanna walk a line of perfection. We can look at 99 reviews and we get one bad one. We'll focus in on the one bad review as opposed to looking at the 99 because we want everything to be perfect. But I think what when we confront imposter syndrome and confront that sort of element of perfection that we chase in our life, instead of chasing perfection, what we need to do is in fact chase our purpose. And our purpose is never perfect. Essentially, it's never perfect. This line that we walk in our life, we're going to have missteps, we're going to have good days and bad days, we're going to have highs and lows, we're going to have good shows and bad shows. And that's just part of this experience of life. And so, you know, I I caution people, pay attention to reviews, but also pay attention to your soul, review yourself, review who you are. and and honor who you are in the step of which you've came and, and how far you've come and what you've built because we can't be so constantly focused in on the opinions of other people. We have to learn how to celebrate our own success.
0: That's amazing. We need to learn how to celebrate our own success because I know that for me, when the reviews started to come in, at first I was like, okay, okay, this is good. But there are days where you don't get like the reviews that you want because not everybody's going to listen and, you know, appreciate or not necessarily that they don't appreciate, but they're just giving constructive feedback or criticism or whatever it is. So it's just how you accept it and how you move on and how you decide to be a better Person that changes everything. So I really appreciate that answer from you. So I read somewhere that there are different types of imposter syndrome. I don't know if you want to like shed more light on the different types of imposter syndromes that we have.
1: You know, I think with imposter syndrome, there are different. I can't really go into specifics. I would want a more of a trained professional. Professional, yes. Yeah, to go into that, I am more familiar with the triggers and how they've shown up in my life and. They've shown up in various ways. I mean, I am a Black male in America. And and I've had to really work hard to create a belief within self. Mm -hmm. And because this nation and this world, like I said before, it will beat you up. And so I had to spend, I had to go through hell in my 20s in order to find purpose in my 30s. And so I I just want to encourage people to... Find one success that you can hang your hat on temporarily and just build off that momentum. I say in in my podcast is turning your moments into momentum. If you can find one moment of happiness, one moment of of joy, one moment of success, no matter what that moment is, if you can stay in that moment and use that moment, that energy in that moment to create momentum for your life, there's nothing that can stop you. You aren't the imposter. Your doubt is... The doubt you are feeling—that's the imposter. But if you walk in your faith and, and then really create the vision that you have for your life, there's nothing that can stop you. You are a success.
0: That's great. You know, I just like the fact that there's so many key points to take away from this conversation that we are having. So on my podcast, I like people to share personal stories or stories that they are comfortable enough to share. So I know you mentioned that you've had different cases where you felt like there was doubt and you were like having the imposter syndrome. So are there any stories you want to share with us?
1: I mean, professionally, I've seen it happen in my job. I'm an educator. What's beautiful about this moment right now that I live in Columbus, Ohio, which has a large Nigerian population and many of my students are Nigerian nice. um, and so this is in fact my bloodline is Nigerian majority Nigerian and in, in and so this is beautiful the fact that once again your voice has traveled all the way to Columbus Ohio to provide me with this opportunity in which my Nigerian students can hear your voice it's just beautiful so <laughs> so thank you I just want to say thank you for all thank that you. when I first started my job I was depressed. I mean, and I say that, I say that being able to recognize that now I was losing my mind. I went through several setbacks in my life prior to this job that I have currently uh, working in the library system as an educator. And, And when I first went to the job, this first day of the job, I felt completely overwhelmed when I looked at all these beautiful kids from over 20 different nations across this world. And my responsibility was to teach them. I'm like, what can I teach them? They're already smart. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. What can I teach these kids? And I had self-doubt. A lot of it was because of what I was going through in my life. But really, I felt also intimidated. And I felt like an imposter academically because I was not confident in my schooling and my grades and things like that. and, And what I went through in college. And I felt average. And it took me confronting myself and confronting the self-doubt confronting Mm -hmm. the depression confronting the anxiety confronting the pursuit of perfection in order for me to really realize that I you know I may not be able to teach them calculus when it comes to their math but I could teach them how to solve problems when it comes to their life I, I may not be able to teach them chemistry with science but I can Teach them how to have chemistry, how to build relationships with each other, how to build relationships between cultures and regardless of your religion, regardless of faith, regardless of background. And so I was able to look inside and see what could I bring, not what can't I bring to the table, not what I don't have, but what is it that I do have? What are skills? Mm-hmm. What are passions? What are things that I do have that I can implement in this job? And, and that principle goes beyond just, as I say, it goes beyond working. It's the same thing as a parent instead of looking at what you don't have as a parent, look at what you do bring to the table, what Mm -hmm. skills, what passions, what attributes, who are you and what can you bring to your children or to your marriage or to your relationships. And then after you can identify what you bring, then you can build a community around whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you need to support. And that community can feed into your children, that community can, can feed into your spouse and provide them the elements that you may not have or the elements that you may need to grow in. But We have to be able to look and see what we have as individuals and apply them to the area of life that we want to change.
0: What I'm getting from you is we have to find the things we love, right? We have to like find those things that we love and just focus on them. So those are some of the strategies we can use to overcome imposter syndrome, right? Or are there more strategies, are there more things we can use to overcome imposter syndrome as well?
1: Absolutely. Affirmations, I think, are big. When you wake up, you know, waking up in the morning, and making sure that your mind is right, looking in the mirror and saying, "You know, I'm going to have a great day." Using your voice, it goes back once again to the voice, using your voice as a way to confront your doubt. I think doubt uh, doubt has a voice in our minds and 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 if we remain silent to our doubt, then doubt will win. But if we use our voice, like literally look in the mirror and say you know what i'm going to have a great day i'm going i look in the mirror to be honest with you <laughs> and uh, and i tell myself that i am going to have a positive impact on somebody's life today wow. and i wake up generally every day with that mentality and on the days that i don't have that mentality i miss the mark but when i wake up and say i'm going to have a positive impact on someone's life today it always happens because i'm telling myself i'm building myself up that i am going to do great and wonderful things today today is my day and I so I that. think the more that we use our voice the more that we believe in, and the more that we can look and see what we bring to the table what skills we have they can be small they can be big you can be it could be whatever but who are you once we bring our full self and believe in who we are there's nothing that can stop us there really is nothing that can stop us
0: Wow, this has been so, so amazing. And I have learned a whole lot. So lastly, because you've said a lot today and I have learned a lot, what advice would you give to someone right now who is struggling either in their career, maybe as a teacher, an educator, in radio, you know, whatever field they're in in life, struggling with imposter syndrome and doesn't know what to do?
1: You know, the advice that I would give them is that they are right where they need to be to make a change in their life. Change doesn't have to happen the next day. Change does not have to happen a week from now. Change can start right now. And it can start right now with the simple phrase of just, I believe when I was in my lowest point in my life, I had to look at myself and and, and say, I believe in me. I believe I am talented. I am loving. I am kind. I am smart. I am courageous. I am strong. I had to learn how to believe in myself. And once I believed in myself, then I believed that I could change my situation, but I couldn't change my situation until I learned how to believe in myself. And so to that person out there, um, I just want to encourage you, speak to yourself, say some good things about you. You have the ability to change your life right now. And if you change your life, I guarantee you in, in, in the power that you can walk in, once you change your life, you're going to change lives of those around you because you're, success, your spirit, your positivity will be so contagious that people will want to know why is it that you have what you have. You'll be able to share your experiences. You'll be able to share your love. You'll be able to share strategies of how you pulled yourself up. And so just continue to believe and self. Build on that. Build on who you are. See your successes and where you want to go in the future.
0: Thank you so much for doing this episode with me. I had such an amazing time. And trust me, there's so many things that I've taken from this conversation. And, you know, just listening to you speak, I feel better myself. Like, I feel... Hey, that's good. I feel this um, bit of relief, like a burden taking off my shoulder. And uh, I just want to say a big thank you to you for, you know, doing this episode with me. Yeah.
1: This is (laughs) an honor. And I want you to know this. This is, it's a dream of mine to have my voice heard in Nigeria. Like this is something I've prayed about. And so just this is once again, just another sort of element of Knocking down self doubt and imposter syndrome. When I first started this podcast, I wanted to be in Nigeria. That's where my bloodline is, and so this is a manifested prayer. And so, thank you for this opportunity. Your voice will be heard in Columbus, Ohio, where, as I said before, this has very strong uh, Nigerian population. So your voice has traveled overseas, and um, and so I am I am blessed for this opportunity. So absolutely, thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much, and uh, I hope you have an amazing rest of today. Thank you so much. Hey, I'm back. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that conversation that I had with Aaron. It was very good. I learned a lot from it. I hope. Everyone takes something. There's a takeaway for everyone from that conversation. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I'm going to be back again next week, hopefully with a brand new topic. And if there's anything you want me to talk about, please reach out to me on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram, or even if I'm not there at that point, I will get your message and I will definitely reply you at STWJAE podcast and I'll be sure to reply you. So I hope everyone has a beautiful rest of the week. Please continue to do the things that you love, create beautiful memories, hang out with your loved ones, take pictures, you know, just gather these memories because at the end of the day, memories are all you have. Yes, your memories are all you have. Even on your bad days, when you think about those beautiful memories, they tend to get you through that trying time or whatever it is you're going through at that point I hope that makes sense to someone out there I just felt like the need to say that I know I always talk about creating beautiful memories but at the end of the day those memories serve a purpose I wish you guys peace love and life until next time it is still your host with the most jay the one and only energy queen justina baby and i will see you guys next week wednesday bye guys and take care bye